Yep. Good crack. I like the yep. Welcome in. No puns allowed Ooh. with Paige and Kramer. Cheers. Cheers. Got um, a koozie, koozie issue going here, by the way. I know we try to do our alcohol reveal, but it's, uh, yeah, it's Let's just say great. you need a, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, actually. I'm not going to spoil it, but I yes. know what I'm getting you for Christmas now. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, it. So, see, here we go. Um, yeah. What everybody else should be getting people for Christmas, though, is gear from Municipal. It's, if you're not watching. Nice. Yeah. I'm ripping it, the actually a funny. Before we started, I said, I'm wearing the new crop sweatshirt that I got. I really, really like it. And Kirk goes, me too. I love that one. Well, I, I was like, I, you enjoy wearing the crop top one? No, he know, likes look, this hoodie, it's, but. It's, it's cold here now, Just, mm -hmm. but I'm hanging on to dear summer. And so we got to do that through the the crops sweatshirts. I did not hear crop, but that is a very nice sweatshirt. I am it digging is. the pants. I am wearing the pants right now. Also the shirt, but I'm not going to lift up the pants because it gets weird. Um, but they are really nice. In fact, I think there's a new order of a lot of their like fit wear. Again, my, yeah. what I love about the municipal gear, I can wear this to work. I wear it to the gym and I certainly wear it while I'm drinking. I, it's the, yeah. it, it is a versatile clothing item. And that's what I need because there's a combination of that plus with dadding. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make that weird with the drinking, but there's dadding involved that it does all of it. So municipal, yeah. cheers to y'all. Municipal.com, no puns 20, guys. Go get your stuff. It also makes me feel just like very fit because yeah. anytime I see the commercials on TV with Mark Wahlberg, I'm like, yeah. Do you yeah. see what time he's going to the gym, by the way? What, well, you, it changes up for like what he's doing, but um, usually it's like two something, right? Two or three. Yeah, which is, he gets up, does his ten minutes of prayer, and but then. He, but like it's, it's like for real. I remember reading about this, and then now you're seeing him, and he looks like he looks like he's ready for the gym. Because mm -hmm. if I did that, it would be like I think I'm going to bed at two thirty. Like that's Pac-12 after dark time for me. So yeah, I'm, I struggle with that. I don't think football season I could do it. March Madness I could probably do it because I go like crazy on that anyway. I'm like up at all hours of the night it's for it's no working reason. for him but that is incredible and yes, definitely so not my style so we Mark. have the sport of football <laughs> is a fucking beautiful mess as you know i like to say right now yes we have the coaching uh situation losing its mind we have the sport in terms of actual games losing its mind yep uh a lot to get to. This is a mm -hmm. loaded show and we're yeah. going to try and move it along. We are. You know what happens when we do that. Normally we don't do that. There's so, so much to get to. It's unreal. Like I was looking at our rundown and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the longest rundown we've had. It, it, it's just full. It's like a list. So where do you want to start? Uh, Let's start with games last week. Playoff coaching. Let's go that order. Okay. Yes. Um, so games whole, this last yeah. weekend, Michigan, Ohio state was blank. What was, what was that to you? Surprising. I did not expect that from Ohio state. It's and and I also think I didn't think that Michigan was that good. I just like, yes, shocking, which is kind of a cop out. Cause you just said the same thing. That game flipped though, because it felt like Michigan was hanging on for dear life. Mm-hmm. J.J. McCarthy didn't look good. Blake Corum ran the ball like two or three times and clearly wasn't himself. Yeah. And you're like, the the like the levy was going to break here. And then a couple of big throws, the secondary play for Ohio State, a mess. And then 
I, I don't like saying this about kids. Ohio State quit. Yeah. They, they tapped out. Like, I don't, I'm not saying kids didn't want to actually play or weren't mm-hmm. trying, but they were overwhelmed. And when you're like breaking free for like 75 yard, like untouched touchdowns, like that was a mess. Like, that was yeah. a mess for them. Their secondary was atrocious. The space that was given was just unreal. And you're letting a guy who doesn't necessarily like throw bombs that often throw bombs and like that their their run game is their main like source of of power in their offense and then they switched uh and completely changed the game like it it was incredible to me that that happened um but I'm also like kind of shocked at people's reaction to this game because like the Ryan Day rumors already started hot 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 seat you're saying yeah and I just that seemed weird to me but then I thought about like the expectation and like if this was the SEC he'd already be fired but he is 45 and 5 I believe yeah which is insane for people to be like this man should be fired but you can't lose to your rival two years in a row and then miss the playoff I'm okay the Ryan Day talk is really interesting. I think that is an insane conversation. Yes. But I'm also willing to have it. Like mm-hmm. I, I it's I if I'm Ryan Day and I'm like, okay, they lost a close game last year. This game sucked. I've won 95% of my games or 90% of my games. Um and people are calling for my head. Fuck y'all. Like Yeah. Isn't it a little insane like here? It is and I'm not even defending him. I'm no, just like, it's not holy even, crap. I, I kind of get what you're saying. It's like, it's wild that people started that. And I think something that like Ryan Day has been, I've given him a lot of credit for specifically, is just the way he like doesn't lose composure in terms of like when his team is down, he sticks with like, and we've seen it with Stroud. Like when he struggled, he's allowed him to like work itself out. And yeah. I felt like in that game, there needed to be a a moment where he maybe lost it a little bit and started to be like, okay, figure this out, like firing the guys up and getting them going. Because like you said, it almost seemed like they just were like, oh, well, we're not going to win this game and kind of gave it up. And like, to me, that's the point where he should have shifted something. And he hasn't had to do that before because everybody's just been able to sort of make it happen. And I think last year was just kind of a shock. It wasn't anything that people were like, oh, this is Ryan Day's fault. But I think part of it is like, okay, you need to be able to fire your guys up and get them to to perform the way they can perform. Because looking at it, Ohio State is the more talented team. Like, that's they not a, the terrible thing to it's say. Not, I think not, people not, are really not, upset not about take. that. It's like, they are the more talented team, so why aren't they winning? It's clearly the fact that there's something else in terms of execution, wow. not just the talent on the team. He so, call, yeah, yeah. His, his, he called a terrible game too, by the way. He punted... Uh, on the other side of the field, and Michigan immediately went down the field and scored. Yep. That was a chicken shit call. Mm-hmm. Um, the play calling was odd and really strange. Um, but I also, like, part of me is like, okay, they got their asses kicked. They've lost one game. They may make the college football playoff still. I, I actually, they have a good chance. No, it's not good. They have a very reasonable shot at making the playoff. They do not control their own fate. Why are you shaking your head already? We're not even to that portion. We're not even to that portion. Program. We'll get there. Um, but I, I do. I, I just like 
if that's the expectations, like I saw today, and it was a reasonable column about Mike Vrabel going to Ohio State. Why would you want to go coach that job if you don't win all of your games and you're fired? We got Lane Kiffin losing four football games a year, getting $9 million a year. Yeah, this this world is nuts. So I uh, I don't know. Other than I think it's wild that the conversation that we're having, and I think some of it's deserved, and I think some of it is absolutely insane. Like it's a, But it's real. To your original point, it is very real, the dialogue that – and Ohio State fans, smart Ohio State fans, who I follow on Twitter, who cover the sport, who are level-headed, have said, yeah, this shit's very real. And if this happens next year, like, yeah, he's, that could be it. It's like, oh, yeah. my God, we are escalating quickly there. Yeah, because I think the whole point was, like, it doesn't seem like he cares that this is happening. And that's all. I hate when people say that. It doesn't seem like he cares. Of course they care. Of course yeah, they just, care. He just looks okay. it though. He, it just, he, it's a look. It is a look. Yes. He doesn't have And like himself. sometimes you have to play the game in the sport and have that like put on that face and act like you uh, care more than you want to show because uh, it, it, it'll help you in the long run, which sounds so stupid, but it's you true. Know, you think about the other side of this. Jim Harbaugh lost huge games for like five years in a row mm-hmm. like and lost a lot and almost got fired and now is in this position where they're thriving. But it was five years and it's, it's any, you know, so it's, it's an odd, just the way we measure certain teams and programs, I think is really, really strange. And we'll talk a little bit more about Ohio State when yeah. we talk playoffs, but let's talk Dabo because they are. I can't wait. Okay. Go ahead, so, Carson. Go first. Which, well, all right. So there's two elements to this conversation mm-hmm. and I don't have the quotes in front of me. Maybe you can mm-hmm. pull them up. I can pull them up too. But A, Clemson losing to South Carolina. Uh, DJ, who we like and we want to do well. We want all kids to do well. But DJ um, was like 9 of 29. The defense was torched by Spencer Rattler, who all of a sudden remembered how to play football again. Um, And Clemson is now out of the playoff. Mm -hmm. That part is interesting because Dabo is stuck in his ways. And he doesn't want to make staff changes. And he's not about the transfer portal. And I'm assuming you want to get into the comments that he made on this radio show. Um, where I have the I googled the comments now. We have them. So okay, you you go on, go for it. When you're in Tennessee's position, they're like, okay, we beat South Carolina, we beat Vandy, and they're in the playoff. Mm. They're flipping burgers at the house, having a cold drink, watching the championship weekend. What Sounds are we? Great. Are we three or four? Where are we going? L. Basically just saying like they don't really – they like control their own destiny but don't have to play in the championship game. Okay? Yes. And then didn't handle their business. No. <clears throat> then he followed it up by losing to South Carolina and then now being in the championship weekend but not controlling your own destiny and probably not getting into the playoff. Did you see what he said yesterday about oh, – no. Um, there's more. Well, so he essentially said, um, he essentially like, they're asking him about the passing game and if he's going to make staff changes. Right. And he basically said, um, if you don't like what I'm doing, then you could fire, you could fire me and get a new coach. And he kind of dug in and it was odd and it was off putting and it was just, it was really strange. And he's, he's becoming, um, 
he's becoming this guy that like he's so he believes so strongly in what he does mm-hmm. that he's unwilling to change. Mm-hmm. And he kind of fired back like y'all don't like it. Get rid of me. Um, and it was it was a little weird. Like he's. I don't know, like right now, if there are many coaches at Power 5 schools who are like more widely unliked. For a guy that has natural likable tendencies, yeah, the, G- the, the G-Shuck-isms yes. and the boat shoes, there, he's pissed to like a lot of G-shuck-isms? people. G-Shuck-isms? G-Shuck-isms. Like he's all G-Shucks. Like, yeah, flipping burgers. But he's, this program I think is on the brink of not being a dominant program anymore. Oh, it's going to happen. I was just going to say like this. We might be there, by the way. We I mean, we are at the point where like saying things like that about other players, like they, it was just unnecessary. You don't need to say anything about other people's players. You are refusing to use the transfer portal. You've made comments about the fact that you would leave the sport if kids get paid. So, and I people will say, oh, you, he said pay for play, not the NIL stuff, whatever. The what is that the quote in Moneyball? Adapt or die. Like yeah. you are you are legitimately going to like cut yourself off from a lot of players because I, a lot of players don't want to buy into that G Shucks. There's a there's a bunch of them that will be loyal and still have the football mentality of oh yeah, you know, going and playing for the coach and doing that and the program and it's all about we're a brotherhood and all of that stuff. That's great. But when they see their counterparts making a ton of money and still winning and being in a championship position because I think that's going to cut them off from being able to be successful long-term. Like if I were a Clemson fan, I'd be really concerned that he's not willing to and that change and adapt with things and that he's going to cause them to lose out on a lot of players in the country because he's he's acting this way and very very open about it i found the exact quotes because i I feel like this is really interesting so somebody asked him um about their passing game Mm -hmm. right and if he was considering making changes to the staff this is from usa today which i think via on three sports and he said well that's what i get paid to do all i can tell you is i'm going to do my job but if there comes a time when people don't like how I do my job, then they can hire somebody else. But until then, I'm, I ain't ever going to make decisions based on what other people want me to do. I can tell you that. If I did that, I wouldn't be standing here or sitting here talking with you today. Yep. That was the question of, are you going to like adjust your passing game? Um, if that's the mindset of Clemson, that there will be a new head coach here, and there will be a new staff here every year. It will be a very mediocre, inconsistent program. That's what he said? Yeah, yeah. It's all quotes. This is direct quotes. You're going to be a very mediocre program if you don't adapt to where the sport is going. Like, I I don't understand. I just don't understand this, like, need to – I don't know because I I think about Saban all the time and how he handles the press and the things that he says, which, by the way, he had a very funny press conference when he got – When he got dinged up. Yeah. Um, But there's there's an edge of, like – funniness to it and like joking and like Dabo was like dead serious he's like if you don't like it go find somebody else well like, he his us against the world shit doesn't play anymore they're not little Clemson anymore little Dabo yeah little yeah, Clemson it, little it's not that anymore you're you're a hugely successful program and a hugely successful coach mm-hmm. and his unwillingness to adapt to it is mm-hmm. showing so yeah. I think 
I, I think it's going to be – and they're out, by the way. They're out, obviously. They're out of the playoffs. Some of us may like them in their ACC championship game. All right, we have to we have to keep going. I, I said we would be quick. We're not quick, and that's on me. Uh, college football playoff. Um, yes. Declaration number one, Alabama is officially out. They are okay. out. I'm sorry, but they are out. That's okay. um, I don't okay. – I, I, I did love the – I don't know who the committee chair is this year. What's his name? Boo. Uh, Boo, Boo Morgan. Oh, is that Boo Corgan? I thought you were, like, scaring me. Like, I've got the name. Um, but he had misspoke and said... <laughs> Did you really? I didn't know. I didn't expect... I had no idea. Like You didn't know his name was Boo Corgan? I didn't expect Boo to come out first. Like, Boo. Like, I'm like, what? What the fuck? Um, okay. So he had misspoke. By the way, let me... Let me um, being the committee chair is a horrible job. Yeah, it's the worst horrible job. Because you never say one do this. thing and you just yeah, it's horrible. Yourself. And then uh, and then you know here we are. But he had said like, oh, um, it's not finalized. That basically Alabama can't jump Ohio State. He, he later corrected and basically said they're not locked into their two spots. Alabama at six, they are done. Um, are we? We talked about this on our show last night and. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about it a little bit. I think I'm here that if USC loses to Utah, Ohio State is in definitively. I feel pretty strongly about that. How do you feel about that? I feel like if USC loses, Ohio State will get in. I personally feel that USC should get in still. Because if you look at their regular season resumes and a, a loss away by one point, Okay, and then they shouldn't be punished for being in their championship game. And then you have Ohio State, who got their asses kicked at home. Yes. And also strength of schedule-wise, like, I'm pretty sure that USC's strength of schedule would be harder than Ohio State's. I'd have to look that up. Actually, let's look it up just to be sure. Who do you think Georgia would rather play? Uh, Ohio State. I don't know about that. I don't. I genuinely don't know. I'm not challenged. It's an interesting question. Have you seen the odds on this? By the way, I did a video last night for Bleacher Report. Let me pull them back up. I found this fascinating. I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get the championship odds for you, while you are. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where are they? All right. Are you ready for these? So the current national championship odds are Georgia minus 150, Michigan plus 300, Ohio State. Plus eight hundred, TCU and USC plus twelve hundred, Alabama plus six thousand. Don't bet Alabama. National so, championship odds. National championship odds. Ohio State is actually the third selection. I found that fascinating. I, I just um, I, I, find I that made a bet on one of those teams. Are they outside of the top two? Yep. It's USC. <laughs> I did after the Notre Dame game. Caleb Williams you, is. You just is, have to. You gotta play big to win big. Okay. Okay. Oh no, so I was I, wrong. I, I was wrong. Ohio State's strength of schedule is ranked fortieth, and and um, USC's is fifty first. But they're. I feel like USC should be higher. They should. I I just I don't know. I. But okay, wait. This this is not a good source. Let me let me. Oh, I like that live sourcing. Well, not live, but shots. Let's do live. college football power index and use the strength of schedulers. I think that 
while you're doing that, yes, I'm listening to you. Let's let's go this route real quick. I'm is TCU in? I feel like TCU's in. Yes. Yeah. And we, can, we I want to hear, I actually would like to hear your power index for TCU on this because it's probably going to be a lot better than people give it credit for. Wait, what? TCU's. TCU's uh, where, what? Where, they, where they fall on the strength of schedule metric ranking. In this? Yes. It says. I'll bet you they're top it's 10. Seventh, yeah. Still feels weird but i get it so is there this is weird god just looking at a fucking picture of trent dilfer on the internet um but anyway but to the point like in terms of like rankings and what they look like now and the wins that they've gotten i honestly i think there would be an there could be an argument made for usc I think there is a strong argument to be made. Yeah, if they lose. And I think also just watching Ohio State play. Like, Ohio State doesn't deserve to be in the college football playoff after that game against Michigan. I'm sorry, you don't. Well, it's also the week before against Maryland. They looked like shit, Yeah. too. Um, now, <clears throat> I don't know. It's, I mean, USC has done that. They did it with Cal. This is a tough discussion, but I think that in the instance of this, it won't be the first time that playing an extra game hurts you. And it could hurt them here. Um, yeah. Michigan Michigan last year, if they would have lost to Iowa, I think they would have been out. But that's not fair that, like, you are punished for being in your championship game. I mean, this all changes because well, we have expansion. But, like, thank you, God, USC will way. be – Thank God. USC will be punished for losing in a championship weekend, and Ohio State will be rewarded for not making it to their championship. It's not – that's not fair, in my opinion. That is not putting the best four teams in. Well, you know, if it's interesting because – when Notre Dame would get in, they wouldn't have to play in a conference championship game, which is bullshit too, right? Like they, yeah. that's happened where they've been chilling on the sidelines. I mean, Alabama so, was the beneficiary of sitting out, and I mean, and this making is why it. this is why AQ bids are the way to go. Like, yeah. give me automatic qualifiers. I don't give a shit. Well, Great, and, Purdue, Purdue can get in. Although we're changing that, so it's going to be the okay, top two teams so in the I, division. I actually the, want to talk conference. about this because some people were like arguing over the weekend about the expansion of the playoff. On Twitter, Fish I don't bags. know if you saw on Saturday, and I was like, can you just stop? Oh, yeah, I had like, people tagging just... me like crazy. Yeah, I'm like, can you just stop? First of all, like, it's happening, so get over it. Second, like, what's going to happen, and that's really good for the sport, is that the teams, the the conference championships that are going to matter are group of five and, like, other teams' championships or other conference championships that we don't normally care about as um, much. And- also, that's going to play a factor in it. And that's going to be exciting for the sport because people are watching stuff outside of the power five. Here's what, by the way, a 12 team playoff would look like right now. Would you like to know this? Yes. Tell me if this would interest you. Yes. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC would get buys. Okay. Tennessee versus Kansas state. Sign me up. Alabama versus Utah. Sign me up. Ohio state versus Tulane, which I'm. Sign me up. And Penn State, Clemson. Yep. It's kind of gross, but yep. I'd still be here for it. So then you'd have Georgia versus Penn State, Clemson. Awesome. You'd have USC versus Ohio State, Tulane. You'd have Michigan versus Tennessee, Kansas State. And TCU versus Utah or Alabama. Now, here's the thing. Give it at to me. My very, at my very core for playoff expansion argument, because all the doofuses were out, Give me fucking fun football games against teams that don't normally play each other. 
It's all yep. I want. I don't even care. Tulane, Ohio State, I like fucking here for it. Ohio State's probably going to be a 20-point favorite. Awesome. Prove it. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. You're, this I argument. Wait. This argument, it's not water. This cut, people say, oh, it's going to water it down. Conference Championship Weekend is already watered down. It's completely watered down. Like, come on. So I'm, I don't want to soapbox this shit. It's a fun week. I know. Trent, I Trent Dilfer has a college football job, for God's sakes. Yeah. But I just was so annoyed that everyone was arguing about it. I'm just so excited. I'm excited for more things that I matter. I too. It's very, very exciting. But yeah, I think in terms of playoff, like my stances, I think it's going to be pretty chalk from what we have now. Like I think it's going to be Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC. I don't think that anything crazy happens over the weekend to make that um, change because I think the the only because again, like we talked about, the f- top three, Michigan and Georgia and, and TCU, can all lose and still get in. In our opinion, yeah, I think the top two for sure, and I think TCU is as well. I did see that the two most, I think the two most bet games and teams thus far are USC and TCU, which I find interesting and from a contrarian style. I'm really struggling. You mean with, they the money is on them to win? Yep, bet most bets. I believe I saw. Of course, USC versus Utah, it's like people are going to line up to bet USC in that game. I'm really struggling. Well, yeah, because it's hard to beat a team twice in one season. So that's, again, why maybe picking Kansas State would be better. Well, it's also like Caleb Williams is like dazzling. Yeah, their defense is like Miracle Turnover City. Like, I don't know what. I think they heard everybody talking about their defense and their defense being the problem. And then they just were like, all right, we're going to have – Force as many crazy. turnovers as we it's possibly crazy. can. It's been great. So I, I I genuinely believe that USC deserves to be in the playoff whether they win or lose. Um, whether or not that happens, I, I don't think that'll be the case, but I'll be angry about it once we're, we're through the weekend. Okay, we need to get to coaches. We'll get back to oh, games and predictions. Auburn and Hugh Freeze. Um, I almost <laughs> don't want to talk about it, and I – I want your thoughts first on this. Um, I'm not surprised. That's all I'll say. And mm-hmm. are you? were you surprised and what do you think of it? Not surprised at all. Um, I think in terms of football, it's an excellent hire. Hugh Freeze is a very, very good football coach. I don't think there's like an argument against that. He just that. lost to New Mexico State by like a billion points. But yes, I agree. But he is, yeah, he's a very, very he's good football coach. He's a great coach. coach. And I... I know the other stuff is what people want to focus on. Um, I think it's interesting that he, I told you this, that they like, he has to hand over his social media account, but he's denied that. Hilariously enough, our guy Lane Kiffin tweeted something at him and was like, I would respond to you or at you in this, but like, we know you can't respond because you don't have control of your own social media. Fucking Lane. Which is Make it which about actually himself. which kinda I wonder if Auburn was like, Hey Lane, you have to give us your social media accounts. I wonder if that was like just like an Auburn thing, not just like a hey, we're worried about, you know, you calling escorts on your 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 company phone type deal, you know? So the escort thing. That's mm-hmm. not the thing that bothers me um so much. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to sound like a pig, but <laughs> the getting in DMs of somebody and talking about Ian McCaw and all that, that really bothers me. Yeah. That's, that's gross. Not that the escort thing isn't gross, but there's layers of gross. That's just you. And frankly, shouldn't be for public consumption. Yeah. 
Certainly this don't is, do it on your company phone, but... Well, that's fucking dumb. Yes, and that is bad. That's just stupid. <laughs> 10 out of 10, but, don't recommend doing anything on your company phone. I, I will say the, the one of the things I didn't like yesterday is, uh, or throughout, throughout the past couple of days, it's like, oh, there's coaches are pigs. Coaches all do this shit. Like, that's not true. Yeah. That's not, that's not true. Now, we know coaches live an intense lifestyle, but I don't know a lot of this information that flows freely. We were like, all of a sudden, we're making Hugh Freeze the norm for the for the, yeah. No, it is not the, the, the trade. There's you know, a level, kind of like, like you said before. There's like a level of grossness, and there are some very wonderful human beings in the sport, and there are some really terrible human beings in the sport. Um, and we certainly hear lots of things about individuals, but oh yeah, yeah. I the the idea that like because. Other guys are, you know, do not so great moral things that, like, Hugh Freeze should be given a pass. Like, I don't know. Also, I just hated that he brought Miss Terry and Nick into it. They're good friends, and, like, I hope they're a little scared today. I was like, please leave the royal family of football out of this. Thank you. My most jarring takeaway is why the fuck can't Auburn just be normal with this? Like, every year, like, every time... Um, here's what I would have done, by the way, for the Auburn position. I would have paid Sonny Dykes $10 million a year. Yeah, that. And and made him say no. That's what I would have done. I would have done that. Now, he's in a playoff team, would have been hard to say no, but like, that's what I would have done. It's more of like an Auburn thing that them hiring a coach, there was like, they were going to hire him and then there was backlash and the yeah, boosters get that, involved. Like, the entire process that is was just like the, kind of gross. the Gruden to Tennessee thing. But can this be successful? Yeah, it can. Um, it can. can it can it be a toxic disaster? Yeah, yep. it could. Like there's like no in between. I don't think it's going to be an average hire. It's going to be a great hire or a terrible hire. And by the way, when I say great, I mean results because people are going to feel about this what they feel, and I respect that. It's it's a Google search away from learning everything you want to know about the guy to feel how you do. Um, you know, and to be clear, I, I want to make sure I clear up my escort comment. Like. Yeah, not great. I'm not pro escort. Okay, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get clipped here. Like, Bleacher Report man promoting <laughs> escorts on podcasts. Like, but like no. I was trying to highlight the other side there's, of it. Being yeah, there's other the gross, That's the that's the very obvious and most talked about thing that he's done. That's maybe question very questionable. To be honest with you. Like paying players, who gives a shit? That's not even who cares. Yeah, that so we don't care. Two thousand six. You can play pay all of your players. We do not care. We support paying players on this podcast, but everything yeah. else, uh, yeah, don't pay them. In never mind. Okay, let's move on to Matt Rule, Nebraska. <laughs> um, wholesome Nebraska. Wholesome Nebraska. Um, this should work. It should. This should. It should work. Yes. It should work. It should be good. He's putting together his staff. His press conference was awesome. He's a football guy. I want this to work. I want it to work for neighbor Jason. I want him to have direction. Mm-hmm. They're they're investing in him and the program. Like there's no reason that this should fail. I don't know why I don't have like 120% confidence in this. There's just something not quite there yet. But the more I hear from him, the more I like. And I just it's a good move for Nebraska. I would have liked to have Luke Fickle a little bit more, but still, this is a really good move for Nebraska. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent behind this. I think this is a good match. I think this is this will go well. Just a handshake and we move on. Yes, handshake and we um, move on. Luke, Luke Fickle. Fickle. Holy shit! 
to Wisconsin. Um, I mean, I, if I was giving out trophies for who has the best hire, this is certainly the best hire and best get, in my opinion. I was a teensy bit surprised, and I wonder if there was a part of him that was like, oh, what if that Ohio State job opens up? For sure. I, I you mean, know what I mean? That, like, after that, he's probably like, oh, shoot. But I mean, not that he couldn't get out of it and, and pull like a lane, but, you know. I The only part of this I found fascinating, because it's a great hire. Excellent it's hire. A good, it's, a, it's a good move, good style, cultural fit, you name yep. it. Like, awesome. The support for Jim Leonard, like, you read the tweets of, like, current and former players. Yeah. Like, that hurt. And and honestly, I haven't heard anything today, but I know that where they were still working on maybe keeping him. Like, Luke Fickle, like, it's kind of neat to see this, by the way, with Cadillac and Auburn. Yes. Staying on. And, like, it doesn't mean you're gone. Like, he's clearly beloved. And who knows where it goes. There was a lot of support internally to keep this guy, mm-hmm. who may be a great coach, who had a chance to to earn this job. Mm-hmm. And there were some signs at Wisconsin, but not enough. You have Luke Fickle. Like, I think Leonard's a great potential coach down the line. Mm-hmm. This is a no-brainer, though, I think. And, and they're paying for it, by the way. Again, to our point, like, if that Ohio State job does open up, which, by the way, craziest thing to say out loud. I don't – I hope it doesn't. I really do like Ryan Day. Um, it's going to be a while. Well, it would be a year. It would No, because if they lose to Michigan again, it's... he would be fired immediately if they lost to Michigan next year. Kramer. I don't, Kramer. I don't, Kramer. Kramer. I don't know about that. He, I I do. I know for a fact that he, if they lost to Michigan again, he would be gone. He's gonna he's gonna be fifty six and six yep. and out of work. Yep. College football's fucked up. Yep. But exactly. Maybe. But I don't. I don't he would be. Just, um, yes. That would be the last straw. It would be done so for him. Um. But yeah, this this Luke Fickle hire is is a slam dunk in my opinion. I I am excited for there to be other strong teams in the the big 10 besides the two that are leaving my conference to join yours i am jumping <clears throat> arizona state's football hire because we need to talk about yeah, trent care. trent dilfer i like asu's hire we can talk about i it real do quick. i do too you know, i think it's a good hire but i ha- hope he likes losing to arizona every year yeah fair enough he um <coughs> i do I did like this is what happens when we talk Arizona State. I did like in the press conference a booster just stand up and be like, I'm donating a million dollars. Like, I love that randomness of just a booster jumping in, like, hey, what are all these cameras doing here? I'll give a million dollars. Like, oh my gosh, thanks, booster. Um, whatever. He's got ties and connections to the school. We're gonna play that card. Arizona yes. State, I'm hoping for you. Trent fucking Dilfer. I know. Okay. This is one of the weirdest hires. You think so? I can ever remember. He was coaching a high school team. He got in an altercation with a player on the sideline and had to apologize for it. He's an elite 11 guy. So he spent around a lot of time. I was at those elite 11 camps. Like he, he knows football. I think this is a fucking terrible hire. I think it's a horrible hire. Bill Clark built UAB literally from the ground up like facilities program died. He had to retire because his back, the players are campaigning to keep the interim, like to keep their coach. Yeah. And then you bring in Trent Dilfer. I think it's, who's not a warm and fuzzy culture guy. (laughs) I think it's a shocking hire. 
Honestly, I'm floored by this. I think this is maybe a pretty good they job. think he has plenty of connections where he could get like a big splash players to come in because of the Elite 11 ties and all of that stuff. Um, also, I speaking of Elite 11, this is a, a random side note, but did you see the Mike McDaniel um, sideline thing with Tua where he was talking about how he watched the YouTube videos and you know, he was like with Trent Dilfer and I was like, it was the Elite 11 stuff because I remember watching those videos because oh, yeah. we were there, or BR was there, and we would yeah. get like the clips of stuff and I remember watching and them talking about like Tua's footwork and his technique and all of that. So when he said that immediately, I was like taken aback and I was like, Wow, this now I feel old. Now uh, I feel the, really old. Yeah, the opening is like one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, uh, going to watching Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields just go crazy. Um, but I just I'm floored by this. I don't understand the thought process of of coaches. I think running a football. I think running a college team. I it's just not going to go well. No, it's 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 not going to go. Well. I think they thought it was going to be like kind of a Dion esque splash in terms of like charisma and public i mean it's definitely different but i think yeah i don't know that it's gonna go entirely well if i'm recruiting against him i show the clip of him grabbing his player and i get that this is football and i'm not gonna go all soft here and be like oh that's not i get i get it like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be warm and fuzzy that was uh not good yeah that was not good and he um it's a terrible hire it's a terrible fucking hire we can do better UAB. I love UAB. I've spent a lot of time at UAB. I've like, there's like a personal connection and watching this program come back from the dead. Um, eh, this is bad. Good luck. Yeah. Um, That's all I'll say. Another thing that I think is just really bad is um, the fact that Texas A&M fired their offensive coordinator who's not even in charge of play calling. Yeah, Jimbo's like, this will get him off my back. Yep. <laughs> like, what this will a do joke. It. What a joke. I, that's the part about the sport that just that I, he had to do something because they had to they couldn't blame it all on injury this year so they were like all right well well this guy's the fall guy like that sucks it, so bad it will be very interesting to see who they bring in and will this person will will he relinquish play calling duties I think he has to of course we're talking about Texas A&M coming off a win over a top ten team um, but I bet yes, that I think he, by the way. I bet the other way, and I'm Cash a dipshit for money. It. I knew that LSU was a fraud. And the fact that they hey, ranked hey. them over... It was honestly the football gods were not in their favor. They were ranked against... Uh, they got ranked above USC, which was an absolute joke. You know, an when you see... Joke. I know LSU beat Alabama. But when you look at the rest of it, it's kind of gross. It's not that great of a... It, it's not good. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, Clowns, frauds. But yes, A&M, I don't know. Get the... Get the clipboard out of his hand and let let somebody else do it. Um, yes, I see you have on here expansion arguments. arguments. That was the playoff expansion. Yes, I thought you were talking about expansion expansion. I was like, yes, we're doing this again in December Wait, when there's what? so much or like conference expansion. Oh, like realignment stuff. No, yes. no, no, I meant I meant expansion oh, as in playoff expansion. No, I thought no I conference. missed. I want that. Are you kidding? We got oh, transfer okay. portal. Um, we got all sorts. By the way, how crazy is the transfer? The transfer portal, portal has been lit on fire. It's going to be a crazier. bloodbath. It, it is. It's hard to follow. It's um, honestly, I, no one is. Well, they set some rules, so I need to look at what the dates are on this stuff. Because yeah, they they gave you the window. Um, how about Kane McNamara potentially to Iowa? That 
I, I'm he- sources. Sources say. Cade, buddy, <laughs> I, I actually like your game. Would love it if you attended the University of Iowa. You should seek other opportunities. I will say that to, to you. Um, we did not talk about Iowa and Nebraska. No, I was just going to say, um, do I, I asked you on the, actually very funny. This is a behind the curtain moment. I, Kramer and I have oh, our God. like random, like morning calls to just like recap each other on like what's going yeah. on for the week and just talking. And I was like, randomly out of nowhere, I was like, by the way, are we going to talk about Iowa or do you want to? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Can we move on? <laughs> it, it was so bad. I mean, just, you know, that that's perfect. That is the crescendo of Iowa football and I just, all of it. And what was really weird is to see Iowa do dumb shit because even when Iowa's offense sucks, oh no, when Iowa's offense sucks, Iowa normally out, they'll let you do dumb shit to yourself. Okay. It's like the trick to beating Iowa State. And it was just a cartoon of like awful. Yeah. So I... But it's like, in some ways, it was a relief. Iowa against Michigan would be bad. We've seen that game already. It was bad. Yeah. So it, in okay. some ways, it was just putting a fucking bizarre season out of its misery. Yeah. And and that's that. Um, but, but I will God. say, shout out to the Arizona Wildcats for winning the Territorial Cup. The oldest rivalry trophy. The Territorial really? Cup. Really? Yeah, it is. Fun well, fact. How old? It's not like it got Yale. lost for a couple years and then they found it. Yeah. How recently did it get lost? It was a while ago. They've had it for years now. How do you lose a trophy? It just gets like put somewhere and like misplaced. I don't know. This was not like within the last like like eighteen fifty. It got lost. Yeah, it's something crazy <laughs> like that. Let's let's Google how old how old. Is the territorial? When I think old rivalry games, I think Arizona, Arizona State. Exactly, that is ex- exactly I think, exactly. I one of the longest football rival rivalries. One, I one went of. to Arizona. Um, the winner receives a territorial cup created 123 years ago. Okay, for the it 1899. Like, it was like some kid who had a popsicle stick and was like, "Trophy." First of all, have you seen the trophy? It's very no. nice. How? Why are you dissing? Why are you dissing and taking away? Why are you trying to take away my joy? I, 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 that this game was my Thanksgiving money. weekend was, joy, it, it especially was, because was, I said on this podcast that nothing you know else what? matters except for that game. If you win that you know game, what? successful season, and you're taking my joy. I've been I, nice about Iowa, and you are stealing yeah. my joy. No, no. You know what? You're right. I'm happy. Arizona was – this is – I'm not even saying this to be a kiss-ass. Arizona was <laughs> a really fun team this year drastically approved improved over machines um they were good they were good they were very fun to watch like in the pac 12 arizona state not so much arizona though like leaps and bounds better to where they were so i am happy for arizona also happy i bet the over in that game and um no you're right i apologize yes i'm happy for you in the i'm happy for you in the trophy thank you Uh, (laughs) thank you very much um okay we have football games um let's go so, a lot of these are in picks and pints. Mm. Do we want to just? Yeah, we can do picks pick and, and pints. Pick and pints and previews. Yeah, if your game is not in the, because I took, I think I took I all got, the Power Five. One. I got, 
I've got a non-Power 5 game, but yeah, I okay. think we're covered here. Give so, us your reveal of what you're drinking. Topo Chico. The seltzer. Uh, tangy lemon lime. Okay, so a little, fun, little fun fact. Um, if you sip a little bit of that and then you add a little bit of tequila into it, it's a it's good, good time. All right. That so was my like drink of choice on the ski slopes last year. How much tequila are you adding per bottle um, or per can? I would say like half a shot maybe. A full shot. So half a shot. And then how many of those are you like before things get like Well, me personally probably two. One. Okay. One. One. Realistically no, one. To, but... to, Topo, Topo Chico's good. This yeah. is light. I like those are my favorite seltzers are the Topo Chico ones. Okay, I'm in. This is a this is and I like the flavor too. Okay. So that is a good reveal. All right. So picks and pints. Yes. By the way, everybody who's won game day upsets with municipal, I'm assuming we're gonna still roll it this week. Yeah, um we, of course. We, the show must go on. So we will be doing game day upsets where you yes. can win municipal gear. And I know they're sending out more gear to everybody that's won. Delay was on me. We've gotten them in motion. Gear is coming just in time for holidays and whatnot, but don't give it away. You should wear it yourselves. So we'll be doing it for conference championship weekend this week as well. So um, picks and pints morphing into kind of a conference championship preview. What what game do you want to start with? Okay, ACC. I need to start gives with a just a general statement about my picks and pints because oh boy, um, I told you this. I have been riding a little bit of a heater, and I call it the day of vibe. Okay. These are parlays that I put together the morning of games, okay? The last mm-hmm. three weekends, I have won every single day of vibe check parlay, okay? And usually, yes. I pick three teams, and I do money line, three teams, okay? That's it. Yeah, what was your Saturday one? It was a doozy. Uh, This last Saturday? Yeah, the last Saturday. It was Texas A&M. Points or money line? Money line. Fuck. Texas a and money line. Um, hold on, let me look. So I exactly, I had, I knew no, the Texas a one because I was, I was. You told me that, and I remember I had bet LSU minus ten. And oh, I knew Texas that was, Tech. Texas oh, Tech. God. Texas. Yeah, we were both. We were both on that. That was a wild ride. That was. That, that was. That was a real wild oh, ride. Oh my god. Um, hold on, let me look. It wasn't Oregon State, was it? No, I, I, I think I pulled off of the. Oh, it might have been. That was also a wild ride. Let's see. No, it was USC, Texas Tech, and Texas A&M, all money line. Okay. Okay. Um, That's nice. Yeah. And then That's the... A&M money line. Mm. What? Damn. A&M money line is, is solid. Was a bull choice. Di- and people were digit. betting against USC versus Notre Dame. So I, yeah, they were. So, and Texas Tech. Very happy. People were picking Oklahoma. That game was. Are close. you are you gonna reveal your day of parlay on the day? So of? so here's the thing. I I can't decide between um, Kansas State and UNC. So I'll do my picks and pints with them in it, and give you what I'm feeling today. But on the day of, I will tweet my like. Okay, this is the, this is the one I'm going with. But I am gonna make it five teams. I'm gonna do all of the Power Five. Oh, I love. I was wondering why in the dock there was all sorts of mon- money line right, shit money line. going on. It's a money line vibe. We're riding a money right. line heater, so let's roll with it. Okay, but that's, that's what I just actually to establish. Well, before we already select these. Already in the um, AAC, you and I are different. You like Central Florida, and I'm on Tulane, Tulane. minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't love this game. I like it. Um, they played obviously UCF one. 
Um, mm-hmm. They've since lost to Navy and then played weird against South Florida. But that was a weird I, game. That ending was wild. I kind of don't know that that was a touchdown at the end of that game. Uh, it was. It was wild. The I'll tell you this: Tulane has not been good to the old bank account this year. Betting for and against, I feel Correct. like, and 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 they've been amazing against the spread. Mm-hmm. So I do like Tulane. I don't feel strongly though. We don't have to. This is this will be a good game. Don't lose sight of this game. Would be my my biggest point here. Now we are both on Georgia. Yes, I like them minus seventeen and a half. You have them money line. Yes. What do you think of them spread wise? Seventeen and a half. Is you a know lot. what? It's a lot, but mm, mm, no, well, they'll do it. They'll do it. They'll do it. I'm kind of in the um, like again. I I so last year Georgia was in this spot and they lost. And you could say that Georgia was unmotivated. Uh, I I will counter with that and say Bryce Young was fucking in fuego, and it didn't matter. Bryce Young was a machine. They're going to overmatch LSU at so many positions. I think. Yeah, I I don't think this will be an issue for them. I think I think you're good on the the points there. I think there's another conference that you're picking the points that you're going to be sadly disappointed in. Um, I don't know if I'm doing that yet. I did put I it wouldn't. on here because I'm struggling with this shit. Like, uh, um, like like you are. Like I'm struggling with these games. I don't do well historically this weekend betting at all. I like to have weird opportunities and everything else and home field, et cetera. Let's go to the big 10. Okay. Um, Michigan, Purdue, you are going another, you're going money line. I'm going all money line this week, but I will, I will talk through point point totals and spreads with you. I will go. I don't, I don't like a side in this. I like under 52. It was at, um, uh, this this number's moved around, 51 and a half, 52. I don't know if Michigan's going to give a shit. And I think they're just going to want to run the clock down and just sit on the football. So you think the I under is safe? I think the under feels good. I don't What's know how much Purdue's going to do. It's I think it's 17 and a half as well. Um, oh, God, don't take that. I but if, Let's see. Hold on. Let me get an updated spread here. 17. Do not take that. Yeah, 17. I, I don't love that. I, I'm... I'm messing with the total. I don't think I'm doing anything else. Um, yeah, I think the total's fine. Okay. Um, what else do you have in your... Okay, I'm oh struggling. Boy. I'm struggling with... Well, I took UNC. I'm going to take UNC money line. I, I think like Clemson, Clemson loses here. again. You took Clemson in the points. That, to me, is a little wild. I, t- I took Clemson in the points last week, too, and that was fucking dumb. Yeah, well... But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it again. Um, mm, no. I, oh, fair, yes, but fair. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm struggling though because like there's a version of UNC that if they show up, they're certainly going to be Clemson. But I not the version me. we've seen for two weeks. Yeah, um, so I'm a little nervous about but, that. But it's a championship game. You never know. Bragging rights I'm over ch- Dabo. I am in a. I am interested in this these lines. That line in particular, I saw seven yesterday, and I grabbed it because it like- it, it's a seven and a half now for Clemson, and. Um, yeah, that, that's a big hook. It'll be interesting to see where some of these lines go. Uh, Pac-12, your conference du jour. What do you have with USC or UCLA? I have USC money line, but what is the spread? It is three. I would take and USC. The total on this one up to 68. It was up to 67 yesterday, and I, I think I like the over. I, this is not a pick and find. Over 68? Yes. Woo. 
These Woo. two teams can. I I'm struggling like hell with this game. I am really struggling. I think the, they're baiting the entire world to bet USC here. Mm-hmm. With I, I just I, I, but USC might just be good. They are good. Um, I they are good. Actually, I'd just say yeah, you're right. That's not fair. Might has left the station, but Utah is also pretty good. Yeah. So it's in Vegas. Wish I was going to this game. Um, we're going to be covering this though. It'll be fun. Be writing about this game. Yes. I am looking forward to that. It's going to be like two in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I don't know though. I don't. I don't know what to do with this game, and I don't think I'm supposed to say I don't know to these questions, but yeah. I really don't. I'm. I, I'm riding with USC. Like I think that they watching them against Notre Dame. I was like, you know what? This feels like a team that like knows the hate, has a chip on their shoulder, and is and obviously they want a guaranteed spot in the playoff, and that to do that they need to win. So I think. Um, and like I said, it's hard to beat the same team twice yep. in one season. And I don't think you – I mean, Utah fans travel really well. But I think a neutral site and um, just how they've been playing, I think that USC is going to win. Um, yes. And lastly, um, TCU Kansas State for me, I like over 61 and a half. Okay. Uh Kansas State did not score a point in the second half. This is another, like, bizarre game. Like, Kansas State's really good. Really good. This is a... This is one I, I think, can't figure out because... I agree with part you. Part of me feels like Kansas State is probably going to win this, but the other part of me is like, you have doubted TCU all year long. I know. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? They, you uh, saw what happened, what, what was it, two weeks ago now, when they just, like, miracle field goal did? I was like, what is going on? Um, I, I know. Yeah, it's, I feel I, I don't want to bet against them, so I think I am going to take TCU money line on that, and then I'll stick with UNC being the upset money line that I take. I would probably lean K State here, um, but I don't feel good about it. Uh, you know what? You know what you need total. to do? Day of vibes. Day yeah, of vibes. Day, day, day of vibes. That's a good cheat shirt right there. Day of vibes. That is how you make your bets in college football because you can feel it in the air. Like the like this last week when I when um South Carolina won and Texas A&M won, I was like, there was just something in the air, okay? There's just something that was going on. You got to go with vibes. I, I like the vibe check. There are <laughs> other – by the way, there are other fun games, not picks and pine. Well, some of them are. UTSA versus North Texas is mm-hmm. fun. How about Akron and Buffalo replaying their game just at like Friday at noon? It's an amazing degenerate game. Um, what was the other game? Oh, Fresno State versus Boise State is a good game. Uh, that is Saturday afternoon. I like Fresno. I in just that realized spot. that I made a, a future bet on that conference champion this year. Does it include one of those yeah, two it teams? Does. Oh. Fresno? What? Fresno? I, th- I think so. That's the even best future betting. You got to go back and. Check. I have to go check. Actually, I don't know if it's on like the. Troy versus Coastal Carolina also interesting. My God, did Coastal Carolina get the shit Whoa, kicked out of it? That was bad. Wow, that was bad. I had the over in that game. I, I was, that was kicking in my myself picks, that was for in the, not. That was in my picks and pints, and I was like, "Oh nope, that." Yeah, no, you and you do like early. See, that's fine though. When you lose like that, you can lose early and just say like, "Okay." Oh. Next week. I had a bad beat on a total this weekend. I think I the it was 68 and a half, and it was the total, and I had the over, and it was 68. Was the total Which points. game? I don't remember. Hold on. Let me look at the sheet. I, it, it was last it, week. It was, I had James Madison. Oh, no, no, no. It was 64 and a half, and it was Notre Dame USC, and it was 64 points. Oh, that <sighs> is a bad beat. 
All those goddamn turnovers, too. <laughs> like, um, okay, so I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking forward to the playoffs. So we are going to be on, like, BR streaming. We're going to be on Sunday. We, we got show, depending on when you listen to this, on Thursday, where we'll be talking conference championship games. Yeah, it's a new We're going to be on a lot. Tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. So, But Sunday's going to be the big one. Come talk to us on so, Sunday in the BR app. When we reveal the the actual rankings, and then we we talk about what what happened. I, if if USC loses on Friday night, uh, it sets up a really interesting weekend. Like boom, mm-hmm. like right like that. If not, it's still compelling, but it's less interesting. And that's really that's really it. USC can really kind of lock this thing up. Yes. I think. Uh, but we'll see. What about other random shit? Do you have other random shit this week? Oh, I have great news coming out of the sporting world. Um, Mattia, who was the um, team principal for Ferrari, he resigned. So. What does that mean, though? Are positive. they? Is he? That's positive. It's a positive. Yes, it's positive. Yeah, they're kind they're, of a, they're, they're kind even, of a shit show, right? Well, no, they're not, first of all not a shit show, but they okay. are wow. playing Aggressive. second fiddle, and they need to be. They need to be first, and they've screwed over their drivers a lot. So I think it was time for a change. Um, so I'm ex- I'm I'm not excited for someone to lose their job, of course. But he resigned, so he left on his own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In quotes. Um. But I'm very happy that Ferrari came to that conclusion because I really didn't think that that would happen. I didn't think that he would get to that point. Also, we must must talk about the World Cup. So I didn't really see it. I did finally see the goal. Okay. Where oh, yeah, hit, we were talking he, about that. Yeah, we, he gets hit in the nuts, clearly. Like, it's clear nuts shot. Um, yeah. It's probably one of the more public nut shots we've ever seen Pub- in sports, They called right? it a, a pelvic contusion. Mm-hmm. Pelvic, though, it's like, I don't think... But he sounds like he's going to play. Oh, yeah, he he's going to play. Captain America is Swollen going. balls and all. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty stressful. Like, that could be bad. That could be really bad. Yeah. It could. No, it sounds like he's okay. It's like one of those things that's very funny and then like potentially really not funny. Yeah, we it, we, we, we went through uh, that like roller coaster. I think Twitter did too, but it oh was, yeah, like it was brutal. But I've never. I love. Oh god, I love watching like just Americans be excited about something they only watch every couple of years, and then just the whole Twitterverse is lit up over it. What is the spread? Are they got to be a big dog? Let me hold on. Huge Let me pull dog. This up. Are they? They got to be a big dog, to the and they'll probably to the Netherlands. Let's see. Um, do 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 do. Oh boy! So Nether- Netherlands minus one hundred five, uh, draw plus two thirty five, and U.S. plus three forty. So I have a question here. Yes. Um, do you know how the format works for this next round? I do not. Do you know like what the situation is here? In terms like, of like you lose and you go home. But why do they have draw on here? Isn't that like odd? Maybe if it that, le- maybe if it goes to penalty kicks, and I then some, that would be considered a draw technically because they that, won on penalty that, kicks. I would assume the knockout round is exactly what you're talking about is the knockouts, but I I don't know. Clearly, I this is where my soccer um, interest is. Um, no, so in any. I yes. think the draw would be if they if it does go to penalty kicks, you would get the draw. 
You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, I do. I'm looking at the odds here, Sue. Wow. Argentina minus 550 over Australia plus 1,500. There's some crazy-ass lines on this. I think USA. Um, for, that, for that value? Yeah, they're playing well. They, from what I've watched, they look good. And they're energetic, and it the has Netherlands been fun. are good though. They were like one of the like sleeper picks oh, yeah. for the whole thing. Um, no, for sure. And it has. When is that game, by the way? Saturday? Yes. Oh it's my at like God. I think it's like it's really early in the morning. Hold on, USA soccer. That's like early for you. Um, it's at seven a.m. my time. Oh my God! Well. Breakfast and kegs it's and not. It's, and it's basically like, oh, hey, look, the Formula One season is over, Paige. And now here's another sport that you can watch at 7 a.m. on a Saturday before what college a, What a great Saturday. That into college football. Fantastic. Oh, I just, um, I love Saturdays. This is, this is, by the way, our last working, real working college football Saturday of I, the year. Okay, so I just have to say, this is how, this is what it's like. People always ask, what's it like to work in sports? This is exactly what it's like, okay? You come off of Thanksgiving break where you, like, get a little bit of downtime, yep. but you still have to work a little in between because there's still games. You come back and you have a seven-day work week. Yep. And then you finally get to the following week and you're off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it was an accident. And to be fair, my manager was like, please take half days when you can. Um, and yeah. do certain things. But yeah, I have a seven day work week this week because of college football. So um, this is the best time of year. But yeah, I adding a little sprinkle of uh, national soccer just makes me happy. It, it, it's just for me, I get into my routine of Saturdays and then we have the Heisman. We have Army Navy, of course, which is always a treat. Um, but it's weird. It's it's a relief. Because Saturdays are exhausting. Yes. It's sad because Saturdays are amazing. It's uh, it's all those things. But I am very much excited for, on Sunday, uh, playoff reveal is the big deal. But I love um, Brett McMurphy, uh, who you need to be following on Twitter uh, sources, is going to like reveal all these bowl games for you. Do you remember like, when we the were day. at the national championship and Brett put his phone in his pocket and we were literally standing with him talking to him and he <laughs> tweeted like a bunch of S's or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone was like, Brett, um, you're tweeting he, out from his pocket. I I think I, I was asking him, of course, this was after a bunch of beers, like, how do you source all your bowl games? Like, not asking him for his sources, that's his bread and butter, and he was like, well, I'm not going to fucking tell you that. Like, in a nice way. Like, like, no, like, how do you... There's like a bazillion bowls. Yeah. And he's already started. I think he did the Hawaii Bowl already. Like, he literally will tell you every bowl game. It's like his he's beat. He's like the, it, the woge of college football bowls. He, of college football bowls. That is exactly what he is. So I, I don't want to wait. Um, I want to see how hilarious the Iowa matchup's going to be. I hope it's very shitty. Like, there was some Iowa Pitt rumors going on. Like, yeah, give me Iowa Pitt. That would be a <laughs> terrible bowl game. Um, but I am looking forward to it. Bowl season is a great deal of fun. Yes. All the bowl gifts excite me for no good damn reason at all. <laughs> I, I love I love all of this. So I don't have anything else other than I'm very excited for this weekend and tired. You and all of those things. Yeah, all that too. Um, okay, with that, Paige, I'm Adam. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next week. I have another one of these Topo Chicos. <laughs>
I hope um I hope producer Matt keeps that in the end of the episode. Oh, he should. He, sh- he should. He, that should be the end. And yeah. and done. I'm gonna have another well, one of these. I'm gonna have another. Yep. Yeah, and cut it. Mm-hmm.